Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Jordan, today we're getting woo with tarot and oracle decks. Do you want to start us off by explaining what tarot and oracle and even mantra decks are to anyone who's a total newbie? Okay, so all of them are decks of cards and with your oracle decks and or your mantra decks, with with oracle decks, usually there's like a specific theme in mind. Um, So maybe it's like inspirational quotes or it's, and that could be the same for the mantra too, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But like Oracle could be, for instance, I'll give you an example. I have the Kim Kranz deck in front of me now. It's an animal Oracle deck and each animal card has a different meaning and sort of a different, you know, picture on it. It has a different animal. It has a different meaning, sort of a different lesson. And then you have your tarot, which tarot is like a really old, let me look up actually how old tarot is because I'm, I don't like get the Wikipedia out. (laughs) <laughs> Let me get the Wikipedia out. Let me get the Wikipedia out. <laughs> that's like as if it's on the as if it's on the bookshelf. That's like yeah, that's like when we used Let to have encyclopedias. Wikipedia <laughs> to find. Did you guys have encyclopedias when you were kids? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, yes. We have children. Like, oh, so many. No, my mom has a lot of the books that she's going to give me. Uh, oh, even cool. those like. I can't remember what they are. They're these like children's encyclopedia books and they're the like yellow white. Ones? They're white, white, each with a different color on them. And they're from like the 70s. I'll have oh. to find them. They're really cool. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> Tarot has been around since the mid 15th century oh. in various parts of Europe and now here. Okay. So basically tarot and a lot of people think of it as like a divination, like learning, you're telling your future, but it's really not quite that if you ask me, but that's getting into that. What it actually is, is there's four suits and those are all a part of what is called the minor arcana. And so it's four suits, just similar to like a deck of playing cards, except for the suits are different. So you have the cups, which is sort of like emotional as well as like relationships is typically what these cards mean. And there's 10 in each. Yes. Or no, there's actually 13 in each because they go up through king of cups and whatnot. So similar to all your suits. Then you have the pentacles, which is like your earthly energy. So that's going to be more like finances. And it can also be referred to as coins Coins. and something. So those typically are like a circle with a pentagram inside of it is like how it's depicted. It depends on your tarot deck of choice, but that's sort of your like earthly energy. So if you get like the king of pentacles, you got like a fat daddy. If you get like the ace of pentacles, maybe you're on the new business venture. And then you have the uh, wands. So wands or rods, as they're called in some decks, uh, looks like a stick. That's pretty much it. Um, And that one is going to be like creativity, inspiration. So like uh, source energy is what I always think of, like with the wands. Then uh, lastly, you have swords and swords is can be kind of (laughs) harsh and they're like clarity or truth. So a lot of that is like things being revealed to you. And then in your major arcana, that's where you have, I won't go through every single one of them, but I'm just going to like give some heavy hitters. And then as we go along, I'm hoping more of them come up, but you have the emperor, the empress, you have the star card, the tower card. These are just like big, huge energies. And they have some of the times in the minor arcana, there's like versions of them. So like if you have an ace of any of the suits, that's very similar to the fool card, which is all about Mm -hmm. like new beginnings. Mm -hmm. And so my 
tip to you. And the way I learned this was by watching other people read for me on YouTube. And I have mentioned before who I follow, but I love Estelle and Truth Well Told Tarot are my favorites. And also just pulling a card, looking at it, seeing how it makes you feel before you even read a description about it. But then if you want to read the description, you can either read it upright or in reverse. They have different meanings. Typically, I typically choose only to read in the upright. Me too. But um, but you can <laughs> read both ways. And I would say great resources for that are I have a book called Modern Tarot by Michelle T. That's a really good one. And then also Biddy Tarot online, I think is excellent. She gives really cool spread ideas you can do because there's a billion different ways to read these cards. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's a good overview of the tarot. Um, As far as like Oracle. Except I have a correction for you. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So there's 14 per sign. 14. 14. Okay. through 10 and then page, knight, queen, king. Okay. That makes sense. The page is what you forgot. Yep. So there's 78 cards in a tarot deck. Yes. So more than. 52 is a normal. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's big. right. That's, that's right. why they feel so big in your they're hand. They're big. And, and they're, they're an investment. They're not cheap. A deck no. of tarot cards. But I mean, it's also like, yeah, when you, especially if you compare it to like your bicycle deck of well, playing cards, sure. like $2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of, that was sort of a, one of the barriers to entry for me. It was like, I'm going to buy this thing and am I even going to like it? Well, one of the barriers to entry is there's a lot of confusion over, can you buy your own deck? Yes, you I fixed bought, that for um, me. I bought a deck for somebody as a wedding gift one time. Oh, I knew she wanted a, them yeah. and I was like, well, and I knew she had that superstition, like somebody else had to buy them. So I bought them for her. And then I like have really wanted, I bought her actually the Kim Kranz deck, which is the one that I use. So that's called the Wild Unknown Tarot. It's mm-hmm. really pretty. It's like, it's got a little bit of a darkness to it, which tarot does. Like that's the thing. And is, so does the Kim Kranz illustration style. That's like, okay. if you know, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit like I have three, all, I have all of the decks that exist from her. And so yeah. she has an animal archetype. She has an animal deck, an archetype deck, which is new. And I love, there's a lot to explore there. And cool. then she has her uh, tarot deck. And that's probably the deck I use the most is the tarot deck and I would actually love a new tarot deck um just to have like you only have one I only have one of the tarot and I've really for ages wanted uh by Danielle Noel she has the both the star child tarot or the moon child tarot and they're they're, each of them are just a little bit different in the depictions but it's a little bit brighter happier yeah um not that I don't love the Kim Kranz ones I do but even sometimes like people write their own card meanings in the little guide booklets that come with it and the Kim Kranz ones like (laughs) I read we, I read for friends of ours yes. at an event and yeah. I've never read Tara for anybody yeah, else. So it was like a fun little event that we so had fun. and everybody like brought something different to the table. So we had a photographer come and she took everybody's pictures. And for Jordan, I was like, well, you're not going to do everybody's hair. And yeah. I knew you were like, really? Well, you had, you introduced me to tarot. The yes. only reason that I have a deck is because you were like, I was like, I always thought that was interesting, but you can't buy your own deck. And you were like, no, yeah, that's not true. And like, you also sort of, even though I paid for it, you were sort of like, this is the deck I always thought you would want. And, and then I was you were like, like, that's really pretty. I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. Jordan read for everybody there. And like, you were, you were kind of like nervous well, afterwards. Well, because there's like, it was interesting because especially not knowing some of the people yes. very well. Yeah. And with the Kim Kranz deck, as you're like, oh, you're turning over cards. You're like, might be an affair, might be a cheating <laughs> husband. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I learned later, like, never apologize for the cards. Yeah. Like, you know, there's nuances to reading, especially for, sure. for other people, I'm sure. Um, probably a better way to do it. It's, it's like... I, the people I watch, you know, that's one of the things they say, like, never give up your power to a reader is like the way to start a reading, which I think is so true because the first,
first time, uh, and I mentioned this what on a past podcast, that? like the first time I ever read, I read for Nathan and I pulled the tower card, which is like, it was like very doom and gloom to me. Everything's on fire. Everything's tower. on fire. The yeah. tower's like burning to the ground, um, which they come in a series. And so actually the next card after the tower in numerically is the star card, which makes so much sense because it's like hope after loss or after like, you know, turmoil or upheaval. And so I drew the tower card for Nathan and I literally couldn't sleep that night because I was like, what's going to happen to him? Why is his life going to be an upheaval? And it's like, just, you know, sometimes we have to like take it down a notch and maybe not come to things with like, just expecting like firm answers because I think the tarot is also a reflection of your subconscious. Only you can understand what you're gaining from it and what you're gleaning from it. And, you know, some of the cards aren't happy. Like I I love one reader named Aquarian Insight and I don't think she any longer has a YouTube channel or she's like moved to a new platform, but uh, she's been a great reader for years that I've watched and she has different ways of describing certain cards and like the fives in all of the suits are typically like like you don't want that card (laughs) and so um with that being said she calls them the agents of chaos and so it's like when you're feeling like an element of chaos and so I was saying in the last podcast um and if you're here to find out what my card for the year was it was the okay so it was the five of pentacles which is basically like fear worry you know and so one of my like actually overarching that was my overarching energy if anybody's just joining us, you pulled one for every. So I pull one for every month. So I pull 12 cards that all kind of sit out. And actually those were all quite lovely. Like I really didn't get one card that was like, like every once in a while, like 10 of swords is the card that follows me the most in my life. And it typically is like a feeling of like betrayal or where your fear of like a past energy happening again. And so it's like, you're scared to get into a situation because of something that's previously happened to you. And I'm like, why am I carrying this? Like that was my theme of the last year. It came up all the time. October was my 10 of swords month. Like it just happened. And so this year I pulled the five of pentacles as my main card. And what you can do if you ever get a card, that's like, that's not great. Pull a card to clarify because it can tell you how to get out of that energy, how to remove yourself, like what you can do or give more context to give it. more context to it. But I chose, um, or I, the next card I drew was the magician, which is one of the major arcana. And the cool thing about the magician is it has all of the suits within its power. So it's basically saying like, you have everything you need right in front of you. And so don't, don't worry. And so it was so interesting because it was like the illusion of worry was like my main card. And it's like something I already know to be cognizant of this year. I already feel that's how I feel right now. So I'm like, oh, that's there. And then I pulled this magician, which is like, is the subliminal way of being like, oh, but like, don't choose that because you actually have everything else at your disposal and every opportunity not to feel that way. So you can focus on one of these cards, which one do you Or like my action item, which is to choose wonder over worry. And like, you know, there's a way to get yourself out of it if you realize like there's more to the story. Yeah. And so that's really, it was, I thought it was just so fitting. And so that's just an example and a really small example of reading tarot for yourself. And it, ta- it takes time because like, you do have to like familiarize yourself with the cards. And so one way to do it is just like draw a card every day or draw a card once a week. Um, there's so many different ways you can do. Do you have any like favorites of like, well, you, I I know that from being exposed to you and tarot for the last year, I've always felt very intimidated by your knowledge base. Like you seem to have it all memorized. Whereas I just like, I still read from the book every single time. And I I do too. I do too. Well, 
but I couldn't speak to them the way that you can speak to them. And I think part of that's because you're watching the YouTubes and all of that stuff. But also I think our brains just work a little bit differently and you do memorize things a lot easier My sister says I have like total recall and my dad has total recall. And as what I've, what I've realized lately here is like not everybody has total recall and that's okay. Like, like yeah, understanding it, that that's a gift, like but that, it's, yeah, I mean, this is sort of a tangent, <laughs> but it's not like you're like making me feel that way. But I do, I have been sort of, um, self-conscious about my like tarot reading abilities, but I like to read from a book and that's sort of like how I learn. Yeah, and yeah. so I, my tarot practice is sort of, sometimes I'll do it with, oh, we use the moon calendar app and it has spreads in there. So I sometimes do those. And then, um, I really like in, I have the fountain tarot deck, which Mm. is so pretty and it has like a recommended spread in there. And so I really like to follow that one. And I have some from time to time, I'll do like a one card a day thing. So I just kind of like flow with it. Um, but I also will sometimes pull a deck, pull a card, like a whole spread I did this the other day. It was New Year's and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I want to pull my cards for New Year's, but I was also sort of feeling like rushed. We were at the hotel room still. We were like packing up and we needed to check out, but I really wanted to take a picture with like that table and that rug and stuff. But I wasn't really like in the, I hadn't like done my Palo Santo or like, (laughs) you know, done my like align within mantra, nothing. So I was like, sort of like haphazardly pulling and I didn't like the spread. I didn't like the cards at all. Like oh, I was just, just like, a wash. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is like, the nice thing about tarot is I don't necessarily interpret them like literally. Mm-hmm. I think there's a range. Some people might like be like, this is my guiding thing. Sometimes I feel that way. Other times I'm like, cause if I'm not in it, yeah. I'm not in it. You know, oh, I feel so, the same way. Yeah. I get like a weird, so I keep all my... Kayleen calls it like my room. It's actually the guest room, but it looks like my bedroom. It looks like a teenage girl's bedroom because I have all like my woo woo stuff. <laughs> you in are there. not the only person I know that has that room. It's so room nice actually to yeah. have. Uh, I like keep stuff in that closet. That's sort of my what my closet the, is. Like trunk in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I my closet. One time, Kayleen was like, "Should we record in the closet?" I'm like, "My closet is like four by four. <laughs> well, you know, you hear like all these like famous podcasters being like, "I'm recording in the closet today because it has the best acoustics," and I was like, "What is the deal with that?" Um, but no, we do not record in a closet. No, it's nice. Especially um, yours is like, oh, we would be, be sitting on each other's snug in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be pretty tight in there. So um, I have major closet envy, but for me, I have the guest room. And so I like journal on the bed in there and do my meditations in the morning in there. And like I go in there to kind of like figure out my day. And I keep my decks in the top drawer of a dresser. And on top of the dresser, I have a lot of my crystals. I have my Palo Santo or like candles or incense of the moment. And I... Um, it really varies which deck I pull out and which what I want to use. Like I have to be in kind of like a mood for all of it, but I'll just get like a weird ping. It's typically a Sunday or Monday because those are the days where I focus the most inward. And when um, you're home. And when I'm home. Yeah. And But I'll like walk across and all of a sudden I'll get like a, a yearning to like do a draw. And yeah. I have different ways of doing it where I'll like shuffle and draw from the top or I'll like spread it out and pick a card um, or, you know, just you can do whatever you want, whatever you feel called to do. But I do find like it works best if I feel called to do it. Whereas there was a time maybe in the last year where I was like, okay, every Monday night I'm going to draw. And it does typically tend to be then, but you know, it doesn't have to be Yeah, just when you feel called to it. Cause sometimes it's like, you're right. Like it won't line up with you. Or even I feel the same way about like watching the YouTube. Like sometimes I'll just kind of like watch and barely be paying attention. And other times I'm like fully engrossed Yeah, and it has to do with me. 
and how I'm connecting to it. So yes. Well, speaking of the YouTube, so (laughs) you have explained this to me multiple times and I still do not understand. How is it possible that this person is in front of a camera in their home on the other side of the world on a different day of the week? They're pulling cards and those are supposedly for me. How do you ever read astrology? How does well, those are like related to the, where the stars are at that So exact this is moment. the energetics of, Aqu- <laughs> they do it by sign typically. So it's like a, you're reading for Aquarius for the month of whatever uh-huh. you're reading for. And a lot of times some, there's even a couple of YouTube astrologers who also do the tarot like as oh, a separate interesting. one. And is there any relation to this, to astrology and they tarot? They tend to relate it. Most people tend to relate them because I think, I, haven't heard I think everybody's all. kind of in the, in that woo woo field. So it's sort of like, I think what tends to happen is they'll be like, this makes sense for Aquarius because currently this month you have these energetics going on and here's how I see it at play. Okay. So they're imagining that they have like 12 people in the room, one of each sign. It is. Are there 12 signs? So so each video will be a separate, a separate set of cards drawn for you. So like, um, Estelle, who I really love, she, she does channeling as well. Uh And so she will say like, you know, she's British. So she'll be like Aquarius for this month. She might be even like Irish or Scottish. I have no idea. She's like, um, I'm really seeing this for you, Aquarius. You know, it's like really sweet, but she sounds um, Australian. She's really, that's just me and my <laughs> Southern accent. <laughs> anyway, so she'll, she'll give you all these different kind of So She'll give like, she usually she'll write a word down. Her word for like this month was like progress. And it's like, I see you really being a hurt. Like the, she drew the hermit card, which like, to me, this makes sense because I'm in this phase of like really hunkering down and get like honing my craft. Yeah. And she reads for the, each week of the month. Like I really recommend her monthlies because she will do for each, like your sign for the month of whatever. And she does it about a month out. So I typically wait a couple of weeks and then watch it to gear up for the next month. Yeah. But it kind of does help me because it's like, you know, you might be feeling some resistance here this week of the thing. It's just like a horoscope. It really is. And, yeah. And, okay. and they're reading the energetics of it, but like they do, you have to find really good ones. Cause some are, some are like, there is one woman and I've got to find her YouTube name because for a while I would just watch tons of them to see who I liked and who I, there's, there's hundreds, hundreds. And so I was like really trying to figure out, like hone in on what kind of my jam was. And there was like this one woman and a couple of times she was so spot on, but she would give very specific where she's like, she is like, Oh, you're, this is how I could see these energetics at play. Your husband could be cheating on I me. Mean, this is not what happened to me. She was, hers was like, um, somebody at your work is very volatile. Like they're having this kind of a moment. It looks like they may take it out on somebody else around you. And so I'm seeing this and this. And there's also, there is astrological actual ties to the cards because some of the cards are like representative of Scorpio. Some wow. of the cards are representative of Aquarius. So it's like, you might have a Scorpio in your life who's doing this or feeling this way. It may not be you, but it may be somebody else. And so it's really interesting to kind of hear the energetics of it but honestly it's just taught me a lot about the cards like what you're saying yeah because I've listened to so many and then I see so many come up and what's hilarious is a lot of times when I do my weekly it'll be before I watch their oh, monthly cool. or something, and it's yeah they tend to line up like more often than yeah. not which is mind-boggling but it's just I mean it's the way it works you yeah know? and I mean I've had a deck for a year now and you I tend to pull some of the similar cards mm-hmm. and in the fountain um tarot deck there, some of the illustrations depict either like 
to me, they look like celebrities or they look like people in my life. Mm. Like there's one card that is my dad. Like it looks just like my dad and it's like a fatherly energy. I'll have to flip through it and find it. That's funny. So I'll show it to you. And then there's one that looks like Lady Gaga. And so there's just like these different like where I'm like, oh, that's that like that helps me learn them. But it's also like fun because I'm like, oh, my dad's visiting me today. Yeah. Like it's just like and it's funny because do you have like a favorite card? Uh, I don't think so. No. Um, but when you were talking about after the tower is the star and I like looked it up just now because I was like, I've never seen the star. So that's the other thing is like you can be pulling for oh, a really I long time. I have so time many cards I've never seen. you've never seen. Yeah. I really like the world in the fountain tarot Ooh, deck. The world's a good one. She's great. She's like topless and sitting on top of a sphere. The fountain is a really pretty deck and mm-hmm. um, I... Yeah, I could never. This is my dad. He's the King of Cups. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. He looks just like Ooh, King my of dad. Cups. King of Cups is like a really like sweet father and uh, energy. That's I mean, I will show you pictures of my father. It my, is my dad. The Kim Cranes. What I like is it is all the father. It's called like Father and Mother of of Wands. You oh, know, instead oh. of the King and. It talks a lot about like the difference. That's the most feminine of the fathers is the cups one. And it's the most like has the most maternal and paternal. So it's interesting. Um, But yeah, there's like all sorts of different elements. But what were you going to you were going to say something I think about like are these these are too heavy for you. Yeah, I was going to say I, I could I could never ever own those. I So I have a habit one of and I won't do this with my tarot deck because I know you're not supposed but I have a habit with all of my other decks that if I pull a card <laughs> that I don't like I just put it in the recycling bin. <laughs> it's just goodbye. Oh my gosh. So if I had your deck I would be it's inclined just, it, to be pulling. Well, the as, I really like the Kim Cran's um, children's illustration. Yeah. Th- those are great. We've gotten those from the libraries before and they're great but uh, it's not my style. So I get that. It's it's scary illustrations to me. So I need something like they're a mostly bit. like animals and then watercolors. And it's like black and white pen and ink, I think, over watercolor. They're beautiful. Um, but they're not there, me. there is in the tarot specifically, like her swords have a lot of blood and some of them are like wrapped in around a heart. Like there's some stuff. There's that, like snakes. There's some, but like yes, there's there are snakes. <laughs> they're the I think they're the king or the father of swords maybe yeah when you like pulled for the um you've pulled my card only twice in the animal one that she has yes and both times I've gotten the crow oh which is so funny because my friend Jonathan he I was like what's your spirit animal and he was like the crow and then I like pulled it out and it was the crow so maybe it's your deck is it that weird no (laughs) I like shuffle she's got a trick deck and it's all um, crows (laughs) no my card I pulled I did pull an animal oracle as well as the archetype or for for the year year. and that was so interesting too because the animal one I got was the spider which is like you're crafting something right now. It's oh, not meant to be web. revealed, you're but you're your like web. building something, which I totally am aligned with. Yeah. And, and there are some of those animal ones I hate, like the ants ones. It's like, you're gossipy. I'm like, darn it. So, you know, I don't always like that, but the one I got for the archetype deck, and that one's really interesting. It's really beautiful. It's a circular deck. Um, it might be my favorite of all of her decks just because it has so see. many elements to it. Yeah. The back of the cards are each like a jewel. It's a nice box. Um, it's very nice. And so each of the cards are like jewels within the box and it's a circular deck and there's like, gosh, there's so many. Um, 
It's all Roman numerals. I think there's like over a hundred. I mean, there's a lot of them. The book is beautiful. The book is beautiful. And it also gives you an external source if you want to go deeper within the archetype. And it will be like a piece of artwork to look up or a poem to look up. And I don't always do it, but I have done it for quite a few of them. And some of those, and it's just really an interesting, unique deck that's unlike any uh, anything else I've ever had because um, it's not so specific, but it talks a little bit about like when in balance and when out of balance. It's really cool. And the one I drew for the year was uh, the threshold. And it was basically like you're standing on the precipice of something like, but you're not ready yet. Like it's like you're there, wow. you can see it, but you're not there. And I'm like, this is again, like it, it went so, all of it just went so well together. And yeah. then, you know, with each month, like I'll probably... I took a picture of it, even though I've shuffled them back in now, but I took a picture of like my year that way every month I can like pull the card out and just like take some time with it to like really assess like what that means for me. Yeah, But I don't know. This is such a great, like, I will just say as a meditation, which that's what this really is. That's how you explained it to me to begin with. I mean, we were standing at rituals, Austin. We had went, it was like a little artist state that we went on when we were just thinking about that doing a podcast yeah. I don't even know if we had named it that yet yeah I and, don't know either um rituals Austin has since like she doesn't have a brick and mortar right now but maybe she will again sometime when you were like talking about it and I was like I don't know is it kind of witchy and obviously I've leaned pretty far into my yeah. woo in the last year and you're like actually I just kind of use it as a meditation and I was like huh okay and that's sort of why I think it's like a night it's like a guided meditation it is a you, guided yeah. meditation so you can like be you can pull cards that you don't like or that are a little scary and yeah. you can be like hmm what do what resonates what doesn't like what am I going to discard how and then I when you told me that I could pull a clarifying card that really that helps and find and watching other readers who have a good way of phrasing things like there's one Aquarian insight also will refer to the tower card which used to be a card I really hated seeing in the deck like there's the death card which didn't really bother me the devil card didn't really bother me um but the that for whatever reason the tower card really upset me and she had a way of phrasing it where like you can be the one who's in charge of changing your life of pulling down the tower. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something that happens to you. You can make the tower happen. And it was such this empowering way of like yeah. looking at this, th- you know, it's just really beautiful. Like there's all these different energies at play or even like 10 of swords. I hated getting that card because it meant like betrayal. So I would go into it fearing like, who's going to betray me? Like, what does that mean? Like what, you know, and that's not a way yeah. to look at it at all. No. When really it means that there's a time where you felt betrayed in the past and something is maybe reflecting that energy back to you. Yeah. And that's what you're kind of feeling right now. But if you navigate that the right way, it's like so empowering. And it's just like anything else. Like all of these things are tools. And we've talked a lot about how these woo things can be like what people turn to in times of turmoil. And like, I don't suggest you go to like some really witchy tarot reader who's going to tell you like doom and gloom and like leave your man. I'm not saying like, I I, don't even know. I mean, I feel like that exists less and less. Sure. I don't like, for me personally, I don't know if I would enjoy a reading at this moment from a stranger. Yeah. Like I feel like, um, so my friend Christy has since gotten the fountain tarot deck. And so it's really fun to have a friend who has yeah. the same deck as you because we'll like get on Marco Polo. And I'll, when I first got it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a reading for you. And it was so easy to read for her because I know her life story from yeah. my perspective. But it was neat because I could 
you see other people differently than you see yourself. And so I could pull things out of those cards and be like, oh, I think this relates to this. And I think, yeah. And so it even talking about it as a guided meditation, it was also just like a guided conversation about like, this is where I think you are in life. And like, this is where oh, the you cards could are easily telling. do that. I almost yeah, feel it's like fun. it's so revealing, yeah. you know, especially how it's like you might see somebody else. I think the most revealing is probably still for yourself because it's totally like, that's coming from you, but it, yeah. it, it can be quite revealing for other people. Cause I had an easier time with like you than right. I did like, you know, some of the other people who I'm like At telling the you these horrible things yeah. and I'm like, and they were like, that makes sense. And I'm like, Ooh. does it? <laughs> does yeah. that make sense? Oh, I'm man. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I, like, I recently read for a friend and it was um, late at night and she had a question in mind and I, and, um, one mistake I made is I didn't know this until later that it, she should have shuffled the cards. I shuffled them. Oh, I didn't know that either. But yeah. I read that, um, in researching for this episode that, um, that it's good for the person who it's going to, you pull your that cards, makes but it, it's good for them to yeah. shuffle it too. So I would have now I'll, in the future, I'll have people shuffle their own cards, but she had a question in mind and the cards were answering to different things. They weren't answering that question, but they were still relevant and like resonating with her. But it, she kept being like, but it's not answering my question. And I was yeah. like, well, maybe you're asking the wrong question. <laughs> like, I don't know. The cards are the cards. I can't. It was really yeah. funny. And then later I was like, I wonder if I didn't, I don't know if she liked that reading or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, so it is a little vulnerable to like read for other people. I felt more vulnerable reading for other people yeah. than I probably feel. Well, for yourself, you could just be like, oh, I don't like that one. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, you can. <laughs> yeah. There's no rules. Well, I kind of got into cards um, through affirmation cards mm -hmm. and through um, the mantra decks because, again, it was sort of intimidating and a little witchy seeming to me. So when I was pregnant, I first came across these cards and they're like business card size, these little ones down here. Um, they're called Yes Mom cards and they're from the a place in the UK, a woman who is a hypnobirthing coach and has like online hypnobirthing classes. And I was looking for something related. I was like when I was pregnant and I just wanted like a little something. Yeah. And so she has, I maybe, yeah, it was, she has some for fertility and then she has some for parenting. She's got a bunch of them now. She's got some for teens, which is kind of a yeah. cool thing. Um, and so I just had them in my closet and I would just pull them as I saw fit, like sort of like every day or if I needed to change an energy in the afternoon. And that's where I got my practice of putting things in the recycling bin. Because if I'd pulled one that I didn't like, I was like, well, I don't want to see it again. Like, I yeah. don't want to reshuffle it. Just put it away forever. Yeah. And then I started another idea that I had was to mail them to other mail cards to one other people. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was the end of last, the year before last 2018. I like had this idea to shuffle all of my decks together. <laughs> oh my so God. I took like not the tarot, but like I have one, two, I had like four or five decks and I just like combined them all together and shuffled them up. So it was like all different sizes and different illustrators. And then I asked people for their addresses. They DM me their addresses and I mailed out like 20 cards and I drew them thinking about the person but I didn't look at them, which was so fun to be like, just put it in the envelope. Yeah. And then it's just for you. Like yeah. it was between you and the card deck. It wasn't mine at all. Um, so now I have completely incomplete. But now my new idea is the, for all of my incomplete decks, like what if I just keep giving them away over the next few years, then my deck will go to zero and I can either buy a new version of that deck yeah. or another new deck. 
Because they're fun to give away. No, they are. I could see that too, like being a cool thing to kind of give away. There's times where it's like I, so I'll go back and forth doing like my moon or astrology journal. And so I like, I wanted to put my, um, you know, I want to put my card for each month into the journal and yeah. I don't want to like draw it. Yeah. Because I'd love to just put the card in there, but it's yeah. like I'm not going to put my nice tarot deck in there because no, that'd be a really take- expensive one. But what I do is I take a picture of it. Yeah. Through like, I have like this thing called a zip and it's like this mini little Polaroid zip. I was like, going to say printer, like what Polaroid. And it has a sticker paper. So I just cool. rip it off and then like post the picture of the tarot card. Yeah. Um, and it is really useful, you yeah. know, especially for like move, like doing something like that. But I, I know what you're saying. Like, I like the idea of like gifting that is nice. It's kind of cool. Especially for the affirmation cards. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for tarot because you don't want to separate your tarot deck. That feels feels not like not good. No. My (laughs) my all-time favorite, which is incomplete. Now I'm a little sad that I have disbanded it is the inquire within deck from worthwhile paper it's the black and white one that i'm always posting oh on Instagram. yeah that's a really pretty it has one gold edges and it is not cheap i think it's like 45 bucks so it, oh wow i know but it's worth it it's like a really i it's my favorite deck and i don't dislike i don't remember disliking any of them but i did gift them yeah so um yeah that is one i would want to rebuy and like keep Have it as intact. a whole yes yeah, that's not mess with it but, um, yeah, do you have, you don't have any, I'm looking at your decks. You don't have any affirmation. Or- no, you know, when I worked at the fancy salon spa, we had the Danielle Laporte up front and every day I would go grab a card. So oh, I have, I'm familiar Ooh, like, cool with the affirmation idea to have decks. It in a workplace. Yeah, it was nice. Like yeah. I would literally go up every day and just pick one up and it would give you some like weird insight. And I was like, yeah. oh, cool. You know? Um, and then I, I don't know who has the Gabby Bernstein, but I I've have had- two Gabby Bernstein. Okay. I know she has two. I've the first one I've definitely had my hands on and played with so I've done them I just I don't know who has it that I've done that with I don't know in my head now and then I have I do have oh those the yogic path which is a newer deck to me and it's by Sahara Rose and the illustrations are done by Danielle Noel who does the star child tarot and the the way the um the artist she she'll take like somebody like Shaman Durek is depicted on one of the cards yes and it's like a collage art along with like a really unique style of photography and then it's got like kind of like light whimsical like pastel-y watercolor like it's they're they're pretty magic looking um I'm sure many of you have already seen this on like Instagram she runs really popular Instagrams called like star child and moon child tarot which those are her two decks of her illustrator the illustrator Uh and then Sahara Rose if you're not familiar owns or she has her own podcast she's a leading Ayurveda expert she has a couple of books out the idiot's guide to Ayurveda as well as eat feel fresh and she's uh, wonderful. And I, I've really loved that deck. It has upright and upside down readings, but I actually don't mind either of those because they're not really very they're negative. Not negative. They're just yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. So it, I have to be mindful as I draw it, like what I drew it as that you want, because I always just like pull them up. Right. And right. so I have to be careful be like, Oh wait, did I pull that? But that one's really cool. It has, it has different, it's called the yogic path. And so it has like different chapters. And so maybe like 10 of the cards are Ayurveda words. And then like 10 are, you know, I'm, I'm making up numbers, but like 10 of the cards are yogic words. And then 10 of them are, are like deities. And so like goddesses and gods, and it's really, really a cool deck. Like I, that one, it's like, 
I, I love the Kim Cran stuff and obviously it plays beautifully together to like lay yes. it all out, especially since yeah. her artwork is such a unique style. Right. But I've yeah, done Yeah, well, you could do that if you got your star child, moon child, you could do that with those. I know. And that's why I really yeah. want one of those. You I just should. have to decide which one to get. Um, But I love the yogic path so much. I've like really gotten a lot of insight into that. And yeah, just really cool. I don't uh, know. That's a I good one. It. Well, I got a new tarot deck. And as we're talking, I have a new idea. Okay. So I think I might gift myself a new tarot deck or a new deck once a year for a little oh, while. that's a good get idea. That's a great idea. Because now I've got like a good base. And like some of them I love more than others. Last year, I also got the new Gabby Bernstein deck because we saw her at that Attune event. Oh, yeah. And so I already, I didn't want another book signed. I don't know. But I asked her to sign my deck. So inside like the box of my deck, she signed it. Oh, so that's cool. just a little different. And her decks are almost too colorful for me. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I was talking about the Kim Kranz ones being a little too witchy. Gabby's are a little too poppy for me, but I yeah. still like them. Yeah. And there's some that I really like and then others that I'm like, hmm. But I just, I don't know how I came across it. It was probably through the um, our rituals girl on Instagram. Somebody shared a Kickstarter for a tarot deck. And I just went down the little tarot Instagram rabbit hole and like ended up on this. a Kickstarter. And so this is my new deck and I haven't even opened it. I mean, I took it Is out. it a tarot? Yeah. Ooh. It's called the Vinder deck. And um, it's very you already. It's the artist is Leah Pantia. And it's kind of like a 70s style. They're all um, watercolor painted. Wow. It, that's pretty. I ha And so it's like um, outlined in yellow. I really like it when the decks have a pretty border. Yeah. Do I they like all? No, no. My Kim Kranz ones don't. The Yogic Path does, I think. I know it's more expensive to do that. Yeah. But Jordan, these don't even have words on them. How am I going to know what that is? I have to learn. You're going to have to learn. That's It looks like the Ten of Wands. Swords. Two of Swords. Okay. So yeah, so this is going to be, that's more swords. Yeah. You're, I think they're all in order. Oh, and they're in color. Well, they're in, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in order. Okay. So, and then her guidebook, I watched on her, I think you can, now I think you can pre-order them, but it was like the Kickstarter and you had to, yeah. which by the way, I was on Kickstarter, like just kicking around on there. And there are so many tarot decks on it's Kickstarter wild. and they all, all the ones I saw were like way above and beyond what they were asking for. Like the people yeah. are into this. This yeah. is a thing. And obviously it's been it around forever, but it's a thing. It's a thing. Should we have a, that's pretty woo tarot deck. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Who would do it? Who are, we, who are we hiring that we could just like um, take their name away? <laughs> so I've always like, wondered about collage. Like where's the copyright in collage? Like if you, you cut know, something I out of a magazine. all the time. Because, well, I think it's like, it depends how mutilated it gets. I mean, yeah. you know, like how far from source that it goes. If you can because, actually add. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you see these collage artists and like their Where stuff they comes getting from their Nat images? Geo. 80% yeah. of them is yeah. what I'm seeing. And yeah. it's like, how are they doing that? But it's, you know, I think it's sort of like once, a, once a freaking you, collage I bet it has to be, be like cool. a certain, that's a good question. I would love somebody, if you know the answer yeah. to tell us. And Our if lawyer not, listeners, yeah. give us a, give us a holler. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I'm not about to illustrate anything, but I would collage. I would collage something. That, would that be sounds so fun. fun. I love a collage. But yeah, yes. she wrote that. So she wrote the guidebook, like a story. And she said in the video that it was to help people learn that she had, she says she has a unique perspective of tarot, that they're all characters and that they travel through the story. So I'm really excited to get into this one, though it will be hard to part from my fountain deck. And I can use both. And you can always use both. Flip yeah. back and forth. But I just kind of like the idea of 
maybe doing something like this around the new year. Cause I ordered this last year, but the first time I'm using it is going to be in 2020. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it, which I is like so... that idea. That's giving me permission right now to like buy myself the, um, star child or the moon child. Yes. And I am so excited about the show notes for this episode because I'm going to put it all together really pretty with pictures and stuff. So y'all can shop and maybe we'll all end up with 57 decks at the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Another one that I think is really pretty is the serpent fire tarot. Hers is really nice too. And I think it's available on like goop and some like other different, I mean, this is definitely a thing right now, but she's a really cool artist and she does, she's on Instagram and her tarot deck is like a very 70s vibey, but I like that one a lot too. Serpent Fire Tarot. There, I'm looking it up right now. There's another deck that I want that I cannot find. They don't actually sell it on Amazon, which is where I buy everything. It's an Oracle deck. They had it at Viva Day Spa in Austin and at Slow North in Austin, which uh-huh. is an awesome store. But recently I was at both and nobody had it because I was like ready to oh, buy man. it. I know it was like around the holidays. It's the Prism Oracle. And it's all different colors. And so it's like very basic graphic design focused deck. It's really cool. So I've pulled that at both stores. I think they had it out on display and I pulled it. So those are cool. I I think that's why I like an Oracle deck. I'm drawn to an Oracle deck more so because it's like a one-time thing. The there's other, not a whole I mean, spread. A the spread thing is like about an the tarot is it. I, I sometimes it's too heavy for yes. me, which is why I've really enjoyed the Sahara Rose one because yeah. it's like I'm not going to draw a card. It's going to tell me right. anything bad. Like yeah. every once in a while, it's like I'm a little too sensitive right now to be drawing some five of pentacles, which you shouldn't, and then. feeling sorrow yes. and despair. Like yeah. I'm good for now, yeah. so I get that. Like, but I think for anybody who feels like fearful or scared, just know that there's like again, it's where where you hold the power. You give it the power. They're just cards. They're just cards. Yeah. So it's like, what does this reflect in your life? And maybe it's not even coming from you. Sometimes it's like around you. Sometimes yeah. it's it's just like astrology. It's like crazy stuff's happening and you, where's it coming from? It doesn't have to be you yeah. um, or to you. So I don't know. I think that's what, I think that's how they're able to read though for like for through other those YouTube people. channels for other people. Okay. I have a question for you. Have you heard of the golden thread tarot app? No. Ooh. Okay. Another app. What is it now? It is an app. But it's so good. So it is good. I haven't like played with it that much, but it's basically a tarot deck in your phone. Wait, this is weird. I heard of this this morning. No. Yeah. People were asking what the best woo apps were inside of like the Lacey Phillips uh, group. Yeah. And somebody, everything was like the pattern, da, 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 da. It's just stuff we've already talked about. And the only one I didn't recognize was Golden Thread, but it didn't say that it was tarot. It's a tarot. That's so weird. Yeah, so you can pull in the elect. You can like pull the digital versions, but you can also use it as a as a journal and a learning of your spreads. So you can do your own at home, and then you can plug them in. So then you're tracking the cards that you've pulled over a period of time, and it will like help you learn. So I downloaded a while ago, and I haven't really. I honestly haven't pulled my cards that much, um, but I'm really excited now to do the 12 year, the 12 months for, I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm going to do, and I think I see it as like a circle. Like I'm going to sit, sit down yeah. and do like, I did a circle. Yeah. That's exciting. It's really nice. Yeah. And then I put the others in the middle. Are you going to post that or is it just for you? I can post it. Um, or I could post it in our like stories or something. Yeah. I think it would be fun to share. Yeah. It's cool. Okay. Well, I feel like we could go on forever and I'm curious if you think we should pull some cards for our podcast before we wrap up. Yeah. Do you like that idea? Let's do it. Okay. 
What okay. do you want to do? Uh, let's do this new one, but we'd have to shuffle her. Are you okay with shuffling? Or should we yeah. do it? Should we do the fount? Maybe let's do the fountain because okay. I haven't met this deck. Yeah, yet. Let, you I'll know, let you. Let, that's for you. That's for you. But do you want to pull some like other ones first? Yes, do let's do some do? of these like affirmation cards. What deck are you most wanting to get into? No, I kind of want to do one of everything. Is that ridiculous? Let's just. Um, no, that's not ridiculous. Okay, they're like. Tell me what you guys are with us. Yeah. Okay, so let's do let's um let's do that one first, and you can pick it. That's the old Gabby one. I am a spirit having a human experience, and I'm here to get closer to love. Ooh. Okay, I'll do the next Gabby. Okay, this one's long. When I live and act from a place of spiritual alignment, I can trust that everything is working out for me even if I don't know when or how it will happen. I like that. We're going to take a picture of all these yeah. so you guys. Okay, I'm going to do one from the Kim Cran's animal. This is Wait, so is this the spirit animal of the podcast? For this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Right? Yeah. For 2020. Stingray. Oh my God, you know I'm deathly afraid of stingrays. What? <laughs> You are? Oh my God. Can we pull a yeah. clarifying card? We went card? swimming with them. No, I got to see what the, I've got to see what it means. I <laughs> oh, have to it's use pretty. A book. Yeah, get your book out. I did not know you were afraid of stingrays. Well, I didn't either until this summer. I'm afraid summer. of birds. And that's when, when I kept getting we the We swam with the stingrays you. and I had to go get back on the boat because <laughs> I was so deathly afraid. And then yesterday we went to the Austin Aquarium and Wilder loves the stingrays. And they were like, of course, you know, they like they get up on the sides and I was having like flashbacks. And I was like, I think I really dislike stingrays, actually. You brought that with you into this life. <laughs> I really did. How is that one organized? Is it by? It's kind of, hers are kind of confusing. So, okay. Okay. Stingray. Developing confidence, sense of self or spine. The stingray card represents a pivotal point in personal growth. The moment has come when the stingray must beside, decide between the old easy, comfortable, and familiar, and the new, challenging, uncomfortable, and unfamiliar. Pressure from family, friends makes the decision more complicated. No matter what choice is made now, it's inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again as the force of dharma growing strong within the, growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. When in balance, eager, wants to grow. When out of balance, blames others, quits. To bring into balance, move through the discomfort. Ooh, that's a good one. I like yeah. that. That's a good season yeah, too. Yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah, especially because it's like growing pain. You yeah. know, like I, that was good. That I was like really good. that one. Okay, let's see. Let's um, do the for Tara. Let's do the fountain since I want a yoga path one. Are oh, you not gonna yeah. let? While you're getting that one out, I'm gonna pull one from the musings from the moon affirmation deck. There's a theme at play. This one says, "When I surrender to life, my body is filled with love." Oh, there is a lot of love in here, isn't it? It's like, I need more love, I guess. Oh, I've never had this one before. So we pulled Dumavati. I'm assuming she is a deity, but let me look. Hers also might be hard to find. She's a, a blue grandma with <laughs> a lot of hair, but Jordan, and she's got two crows that looks like flying off of her. Maybe they're not crows. Um, this deck is just gorgeous. It's so pretty. This is so here she fun. Is. Ooh, goddess of disappointment and letting go. I drew it upright. You, my darling, have finally realized that all of the hardships and struggles you face were brought on your path for a very important reason. They've shaped you to be the person you are today. You've put together the dots on all the most difficult points on your journey and realized it was all necessary to be here. Now, Dumavati has come to remind you to give thanks to the struggles you faced. They have made you your highest self. Oh, that's, that's actually really nice. I like it. Are you guys resonating with this? I'm dying to know. Okay, did we get... Yeah, oh, that's a tarot. The circle one. You got to oh, do that gosh. one. The archetype deck, right? Is that what... 
So yeah. are there lots of archetype decks? Is that another? I've never heard it. I, okay. I think these I think sh- these have to do with real archetypes okay. in the world. I think she did a lot of studying to do this deck from what yeah. I understand. Okay. But I don't think there's archetype decks. But she's. Okay. I know she's like super proud of this and I think it's super unique. So Okay. okay. So that isn't a current category. Though I'm sure we'll see lots come out. Okay. Let's see. We got the stone. I've got, okay. The stone. The eternal, the anchor, the rock. As an archetypal object, the stone holds psychic and literal weight. Its energy is one of permanent, con- permanence, concreteness, and reliability. The stone's ability to transform is nearly imperceptible to us as it changes ever so slowly over countless human lifespans. A single stone may see thousands of generations come and go. Therefore, it contains an ancient and eternal presence. The stone is best used to anchor our wild side, so no matter how far we roam, we can always find our way back. The stone tethers us to earth, helping us to ground and connects us to stillness, quiet, and peace. When this card appears, it is likely the stone is a remedy for what ails us. Humble and easily unnoticed, the power of the stone balances the frenzy of our world. When light, steadfast, loyal, committed, and present. When dark, weighted down, holding back, cold. Go deeper, and it gives you like a, uh, uh, it says, Caspar uh, David Fredericks a walk at dusk. Oh, so, so like the... it gives you an external source that you like end up Googling or whatever. And then oh. it also says in Jewish mourning tradition, stones are left at graves rather than flowers. Sit with this vision for a moment and see what unfolds. And then over here, it says build a cairn in nature, find inspiration in Andy Goldsworthy's stone egg forms, which is another visual. If you're familiar, he, he has really beautiful photography work where he like incorporates nature in these like amazing ways. Yeah. So it's a lot. Like That's so much work that she put into it. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. It, this, if you had to buy like really just one and it was like, I mean, it's very abstract, but I feel like in the same way Tara is that tarot is abstract. Tara, I'm like, God, Scarlett O'Hara, um, Tara, but in the same way tarot is abstract, <laughs> this book, the archetypes one is super abstract. So it requires a little bit of like thinking on your part, like how, what this means to you. Uh-huh. Whereas like some of the, like Gabby Bernstein or even the Sahara Rose, like it's very like literal, literal. Yeah. And so I like this cause it is a little bit, um, it's just cool. It's a really cool yeah. deck. I really am inspired by it. So I not, and it would take a long time to get through because it's so many cards. But yeah, a lot of work in there. It's really neat. I that made me think of crystals as stones. Oh, and that's how they true like, too. Anchor, you know, like it's like I yeah. we're gonna have an episode of crystals coming up here soon. And I've just had such a connection to them in the last year. And I've also thought it's like how bizarre. I mean, I'm like really into my rock life right now. Yeah. And so that whole I was just like thinking the about stones. they yeah, and they like live on beyond me and they they came before me it's not like I don't know okay so what's your plan with this tarot reading I shuffled these okay. a little but mm, I mean I'll draw us a card just, just one. one yeah okay. three of cups like oh do we need another partner um no oh I, I I'll read what Biddy says too after okay that. okay go ahead three of cups rejuvenating love three of cups glow in the radiant warmth that can only be created by hearts that share a past the Three of Cups is a spontaneous celebration in the past, present, or future that honors the bonds of family and intimate friendship. Through your solitary achievement, though your solitary achievements have been many, now is the time to acknowledge your community and revel in the love of those who know and support you. Meaning, the gift of family and close friends, a celebration, fulfilling love, unexpected joy, a healing covenant, a culmination, good fortune. Jordan. Oh my God. I was just really thinking good. the three is you, 
and me and our, and our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> our community. Listen to this one. On, on Biddy, it's a short little blurb and it says the Three of Cups is a card of celebration, friendship, sisterhood, and creative collaborations. Your friends and family are here to support you and lift you up to even higher success. Celebrate them and enjoy their camaraderie. Oh my gosh, ah, you guys. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. So see, it's pretty neat, but it's all about what you put in and what you want to see from it. Um, but we hope that, you know, you got something from that because it is interesting and you got to take a peek at whatever show notes Kayleen does that has all these visuals because they, I mean, that's half of it is like really they're inspiring to look at. So we'll take a picture of all the ones we've chosen. We will. Okay. I think that's a good place to wrap up. We'd love to know what are your favorite decks and what are your favorite rituals with them? Yes, friends, we want to hear from you. And just a reminder that Woo Letter is back for the first new moon of 2020 on Friday, January 24th. For any new listeners, the Woo Letter is our monthly email newsletter that goes out with each new moon. In it, we share inspiration, intentions, updates, and a playlist to enjoy. Send us a DM on Instagram at That's Pretty Woo or visit us at That's Pretty Woo.com to subscribe. We'll be back next week for a conversation about TV shows and Woo. Bye. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's Pretty Woo. woo.